Thanks for staying up late for Broncos tonight, the bye week edition. Chad took it literally. He's taken the <laughs> Sunday night off, much like Dave and Sam and Dale. These guys yeah. mailed it in, Mike, and you and I working much deserved, double time. Much deserved. Right. We should work a little more. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, giving credit. Hey, so the Broncos, a lot of these guys get out of town during the bye week. What was nice is that as tough as it's been to finish three and six for the first part of the season, at least they did finish on and up heading into that break. Yeah, they did. That was a pretty good win against the Cleveland Browns. Plus, it was with the new quarterback yep. who gave a lot of energy, I think enthusiasm into the crowd and into the team. Uh, they do have a tough schedule on the other side of the bye here, starting with Minnesota next week. But uh, I think the way they played against Indianapolis in defeat and the way they played against the Browns, it seems like this team is starting to play its best football. So we'll see. They might be able to pull off an upset or two here on and the, the other end. And the good thing is they, they, they get come back kind of rested, relaxed after some time away. A lot of different guys doing different things. The local guy, Philip Lindsay, sticking around in town. This was great to see. He's at Children's Hospital, seeing some of the youngsters. This young man asking him to do a touchdown dance. So in Minnesota, when Phil scores, expect to see that touchdown dance. And then it's back to Boulder, rooting on the CU bus as they beat Stanford yesterday. Cortland Sutton also out and about. Uh, Cortland went back to SMU, where, uh, where his team and, and Emmanuel's former team uh, playing very well. And then uh, Mike Purcell with Wyoming. Tough, tough loss last night, though. Um, they lose to Boise State in overtime, Mike. But it's nice to see those guys get out and about. And the thing is, when you look at these nine games, the first nine games, besides that Kansas City game, they really were in most of these. Yeah, they were. They had a... Uh Tough loss, I think, right off the bat with the Raiders. They'd have been in that had Deshaun caught that pass in the second half. Yeah. They still got within yeah. one score and uh, had their defense got them off the field. Uh, in the final two or three minutes, they would have had a chance to come back in that one. Uh, obviously, uh, Pinheiro kicks a field goal from 53 and then misses later from 41. Even the Packer game, they were in it early, and then uh, they uh, shot themselves in the Bounce foot back here. that game. Yep. And uh, Alexander Johnson, after the, after the Jaguars game, Alexander Johnson and Mike Purcell gave him a uh, really shot in the arm, as Fangio said. On defense, they were much better. They pulled out a couple games. And then, uh, boy, they, they did blow it against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. There was a lot of excitement for that game. Yeah. They weren't quite ready for prime time. The optimism was there. It didn't work out. I, I think we've also seen, I mean, Vic Fangio, obviously when you're a head coach, there's going to be some growing pains. You're going to learn. Yes, he's been in the NFL a long time, but being the head coach and an assistant coach, very different. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you got to run the whole team instead of just your uh, defensive unit. you got to figure out how uh, special teams, how, how, how the, the yeah. punter sets up the defense, how the defense sets up the offense. They all kind of work together. How to motivate. I thought early the Broncos didn't have a whole lot of energy going into uh, football games, especially that first game against the Raiders. Gruden had those guys fired up. And, uh, but, I, but I think Fangio, with all those extra training camps and practices, I think this team is starting to solidify. You talk about extra practices, extra training camp. Remember, it was way back when in August in Canton when the Broncos played their first of five preseason games. Expectations way up here then. Obviously, things didn't work out the way they had hoped or the way they thought we would. Talk about a city that loves this team. Um, you know, I think that they're deserving of to see us go out and win games. and um, They're coming into the stadium sold out and selling out. And so 
Uh, we need to get back to 14 and 15 now we're winning. Denver Broncos are world champions. Uh, guys before that knew what, what were they, 5 and 11. Nobody wants that feeling anymore, and everybody's just trying to uh, make this season the best we can. Easy. Um, you know, 10-plus wins and in the playoffs. We're a better team than we were last year, and we're a smarter team. a god-awful call and it is good we just gotta make two or three more plays every game and you win the game yeah. and so it's a lot of things to be encouraged about and so 0-2 the record may not look good but we're a lot more encouraged in our record and a green bay touchdown broncos now go 0-3 first time in definitely the urgency is very high and uh, we know that we gotta win this game and Especially at home, uh, you you got to take care of home, and um, that's what it's for, man. You gotta you gotta protect the house. The Jags have dominated here so far. It is good, and it is over. And we definitely have to find the answer. Um, we haven't found it yet. We're still working on it. We're still working on um, ourselves as a team in the whole, and definitely as a defense. So we're gonna keep working until we get it right, but we're gonna find the answer. Lindsey to the goal line, foot race to the goal line, touchdown Denver! There's the first turnover of the year. Broncos win their 500th game. We got a lot more wins to get, so, you know, we, we can't get too hyped up on it. We just got to stay, we got to stay after it and, uh, you know, go at, go at it every week like it's a new season and, and try to get a W every week. We hit and sack, intercepted by Justin Simmons into the end zone, touchdown Denver! Started 0-4, they won their last You know, two. you just have to find ways to win, like I told you guys before. And, you know, we found ways to win right now, so we just got to keep it up. The Broncos could find a way to beat the Chiefs on Thursday. Believe it or not, after starting 0-4, they'd be a game out of first place. In the be able to handle, you know, and take care of business, you know, regardless of who the opponent is. Obviously, it's the next one on the schedule, but it's a, it's a huge opponent for us in a you know, division game. And This is going to be a walk-in touchdown. Flacco will be hit, fumbled, picked up, and into the end zone. It's been an inept performance by this Broncos offense. Do the math, it's been ugly. And when you do lose, you know, you gotta you gotta find, you know, a silver lining somewhere. So uh, we gotta we gotta do that. Scampers into the end zones. Handed off to Lindsay running straight ahead, nothing going. Percet is gra grabbed, spins away, throws on the run, pass caught. Entirely disappointing fashion. The Broncos on the road lose to the Indianapolis Colts. We're a two and six football team, and it just feels like we're kind of afraid to lose a game. And welcome to the Brandon Allen era. And makes a spectacular catch. And he's grabbed and he is sacked. That's the play that people have been waiting for. I don't think he made it. This Broncos team made enough plays when they had to. And the Broncos are going to win for the third time this season. But now that we got a win, we can really take a deep breath, uh, assess the first half of the season, and see what we need to do to be successful in the last half. Reliving those nine games, it just brings you back to what Vic Fangio said way back when about death by inches because those walk-off field goals and stuff, we could be talking about a completely different team. But because we are talking about a 3-6 and six team, a lot of people are calling for change. And a lot of people, of course, mentioned the guy up top, and that's John. You know, after 5-11 and 11 and 6-10, and 10, and now it looks like they're going for their fourth consecutive non-playoff season. You know, Elway had everything 
going his way his whole life. Yeah. He's a golden child, you know, and then he, as a quarterback, Hall of Famer, all the Super Bowls, he got snake bit here lately, I think, especially with the free agent class. Jawan James, Bryce Callahan, Theo Riddick, not on the field. $26 million he spent in free agency. That's a far cry from that free agent class he had in 14 when he had T.J. Ward, DeMarcus Ware, Emmanuel Sanders, Akeem Tlaib. Yep. That, that, that got him over the hump with Manning. This free agent class has hurt him because of injuries. And you look at the difference in the quarterback. Obviously, he goes for Peyton. It was a gamble at the time. Gamble paid off. Kaching big, big time. Right. Joe Flacco hasn't worked out that way. Yeah, and I don't know how much of it was Joe. I mean, uh, it just seemed like uh, with this offensive line, especially at the tackle position, him being immobile, uh, mm -hmm. just wasn't a good fit. Um, he can throw the ball. He can still throw the ball. But you can see with Brandon Annell, who could run a little bit, how much uh, that helps the offense. Yeah, and that, that is the thing. Brandon Allen, we'll see him the next couple of games. And then uh, Drew Locke, at some point after that, something we'll talk about a little bit later on after the break. Stay with us on Broncos Tonight. Yes, it's been a painful season for everyone, but Bradley Chubb may be hurting the most. After 12 sacks in his rookie season, the linebacker went down and out in game four of this season with a torn ACL. Earlier this week on the Broncos Huddle, Chubb talked about life after surgery. I don't like the looks of this. Chubb is down between the hash marks. Feeling a little, a little tweak in it, and I was, wasn't comfortable at the time. And I went to the sideline, they checked it, because um, it was partially torn, so my ACL was still grabbing, it still like was was there, so I felt that, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm good to go, and um, ended up finishing the game next day, got the MRI, and got the second opinion, and they, they all confirmed the same thing. So, I mean, it is hard to look back on it, but at the end of the day, it's, it's something that's going to make me a better person. Cry my eyes out to my mom, my dad, my brother, uh, they all right there with me, and so, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, can't do nothing about it. Still. Two days after surgery, just, just wanting to get up and go to the bathroom and uh, not take. And I told myself if, when I come back from this, I never take anything for granted ever again. And I feel like this is uh, exactly what I, what I needed at the time. Um, it's going to be a, a learning experience. It's going to be a fun experience for not only for me, but to um, everybody around me. I'm going to try to be the same person, try to bring energy and joy in, in everything I do. And um, I feel like it's going to be be good for not only me but this entire organization. Yeah, two or three days after surgery, doing uh, some stuff and moving around, opening it up. Uh, that's, it was real swollen at that time, a lot, of, a lot of soreness, a lot of stiffness. Cardio session, I hadn't did anything about two or three weeks before then. Um, but yeah, I mean, right now, the swelling, all the swelling is pretty much, I wouldn't say all of it is gone, but a lot of it is gone. And uh, moving around, being able to walk without crutches, able to walk with just a brace on around the house. I could move, move around, do a lot of things I couldn't do. So I'm, I'm feeling a lot better. The rehab is going well, taking it day by day and just trying to get better each day. Bradley, by the way, taking over for Emmanuel Sanders on the Broncos huddle. And the crazy thing about his injury, it happened to the day back when he was in high school, the first time he tore yeah, the ACL. seven years ago. And he came back nicely from that. You know, he wound up getting NC State, all the defensive honors. 
number five pick overall, yeah. 12 sacks, like he said, his rookie year. So that gives him confidence that he can do it again as far as coming back from it. And when he comes back, he'll get to work alongside once again. Vaughn Miller, who has, I don't know if it's because Bradley's not there or it's just one of these years, but his yeah. stats have not been what we're used to. Right. He didn't have any sacks his first three games when he had Bradley Chubb. That was the big story. The Broncos were the first team with no sack, no turnovers the first three weeks. Uh, he has played better lately. He has four sacks now, and we'll see about the, uh, the second half. He just hasn't dominated. He's been strong against the run. He's been a real good player, but he has not made the dominant plays, uh, you know, which was uh, really telling in that Colts game. When Jacoby got Brissett, away. Yeah, Jacoby got away. Another one of those near misses that we have uh, uh, talked about. Going to be exciting tomorrow because we get to start. Fans, Drew Locke, this is, this is what people want to see. What do they have in the backup QB for now who should be the starter by season's end? Yeah, they're not going to see him uh, for a few more weeks, but he will start practicing uh, tomorrow or Tuesday, I should say. The team actually doesn't start coming back until Tuesday. They have an optional lift tomorrow. But, yeah, Drew, Drew Locke has to be their quarterback in 2020. I mean, Joe Flacco, unlikely he comes back because of his uh, salary. He'd have to come back as a backup, which is unlikely. Uh, Brandon Allen, even, so people understand, is a free agent after this season. So he's a little tricky. It's got to be Drew Locke, or you got to go back and get another one in that first round. That's what I was just going to say. You say that, but every year they draft a quarterback. The question is when, and the way the season's going right now, they could be drafting a QB very early if Drew doesn't show us something in those final couple games. I mean, they shouldn't. If, if they're going to get another quarterback in the first round, then they're saying that they shouldn't have got Drew Locke by trading up in yeah. the second round. And I think Drew Locke will be a good quarterback. Uh, the thumb injury did set him back, but it's time to get him going, and he does have to play at least the final two games at Empower Field against the Lions and the Raiders. And at least for now, this team is Brandon Allen's team, and it's Brandon Allen's team in a very tough schedule, starting oh, at yeah. Minnesota. In fact, Mike, four of the next five are on the road. Yeah, Minnesota, Buffalo. I mean, they're all well, in Buffalo. Didn't look so good today. Yeah, well, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna bring their defense, and they they're still doing that. Uh, the Chargers at home against Phillip Rivers, and then at Houston and at Kansas City. I mean, that is a gauntlet right there. The Broncos will not be expected to win any of those four games on the road. See if they can pull one up one upset there, and then take care of business at home. Here's the deal: they lost a lot of games we thought they would win in the first half of the season. So the deal is now to win a lot of those games. We think they're, they're getting lose. better. I I, yeah. I think with Fangio, all that training camp, I do think this team is starting to come together. Offense has to pick it up. Though. There we go, ending it on the glass half full. Coming up next on Broncos tonight, we'll look back and ahead, and in looking ahead. The Drew Locke era will start at some point this season, right? Yeah, he's supposed to practice this week. Okay. He better practice this week, and he should get in uh, preparation so he can play at least those last two games at home, if not more. The Broncos bye week is over. We're talking football again. Stay with us for Broncos tonight. Right before the Broncos went into their bye, Mike, I love what Vic Fangio said. At 3-6, and six, could we be better? <laughs> yes. Could we be worse? No. They right. lost a lot of games. They probably should have won. Now it's time to turn things around and start winning those games. Yeah, they are still 3-6, and six, and we'll see on the second half. They've made a big change at quarterback. They've solidified that defense by inserting Alexander Johnson, Mike Purcell, so they're not getting trampled on the run. I do think the team has a chance to be playing its best football, even though the schedule may not show it. 
but they're playing their best football in the second half. They go on the road to play Minnesota. Once again, Brandon Allen will be your quarterback, and as we saw in the last game, he can get things done, plus he can move. Yeah, and he'll be the quarterback against the Vikings. He'll also be the quarterback against Buffalo, and then we'll see. I think he's going to get five more games, okay. but for sure two. And then Drew Locke. Yep. Got to get Drew Locke out there. Second-round draft pick, you got to take a look at him so you know what to do with that first-round pick next year. Got to see what you have. We'll send it back to you.